formerly known as Tiger King, and I definitely haven't done anything weird with children. You may have thought I was gone, but this is only the beginning. I'm back, and better than ever, with my new state-of-the-art animal park, Joe Exotics, non-exotic domestic pet place. All animals, all the time. Over there, we got the garden snakes, and the little pet store turtles. Those guys are pretty cool. We may not legally be allowed to have a tiger, but I done adopted this here cat that has stripes, so that, that's pretty damn close. You can't pet him though. We, we can't afford to get the rabies shots. And if that's not wild enough for you, check out our ferocious gerbil habitat, where you can pet them, hug them, put them in your ass, whatever it is that you want to do with gerbil, just I don't care. I, I end up shooting them anyways. Gotta have target practice somehow. <laughs> now, we wanted to get wolves, but the state threatened to put me back in jail. So I just went and got this here chihuahua named Nacho. Isn't that right, Nacho? <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a crazy little guy. We had a couple pigeons since I lost my falconry license, but... Little stripes over here, you motherfucker! Broke all their necks and ate them like they were a Thanksgiving dinner for one. So help me God, stripes. Do you want to end up in that ditch like Mr. Whiskers? Yeah, I didn't think so, little bitch. You thought my life couldn't get any wilder. Well, we're bringing back Joe Exotic TV. And I'm going to be streaming Fortnite with the bros from my shed out back. So go ahead and subscribe, leave a donation. We have to do our duty to get that victory royale over that evil frog witch, Carol Baskin. Who, by the way, totally killed her husband and fed him to the tigers out there. I have proof, I guarantee it. I got it off Craigslist, so it must be true. That's where I get all my boyfriends. So come on down and bring your kids or, or your nephew or even your whole middle school, but, but just the boys, though. To Joe Exotic's non-exotic domesticated pet place. Tickets are $499 per person. Kids get in free. Ladies and gentlemen, the short news with your host, Alex Nador. Good morrow to you all, good sirs and ma'ams, and welcome to another installment of the Short News Podcast. I'm Alex Mador, and this is a show where we talk about how people are screwing up our lives this week, and do some other fun things too, but mostly the first thing. Um, it's been a busy week for me, and when I say busy week, I mean I've been working on gaining confidence to speak in a clubhouse room. But every time I try, I freeze up and mentally, like mentally, and and leave the room out of anxiety. But I scheduled an OCD room for tonight. If anyone wants to join that club, just follow the OCD support group on Clubhouse, and I'll let you in. It's just going to be a discussion between all of us on how we've personally, like, each found ways to deal with obsessive compulsive thoughts, 
um, everyone comes in with an open mind, and it's a judgment-free zone. And I'm not good at moderating things, so this might be a challenge at first, but I'm sure with time it'll get easier. Uh, what else has been going on? I just took this throat coat medication type thing, and it's it's like in my, it's in there. It's making me feel funny. Um, yeah, so what else has been going on? Um, right. So the show is now a part of Blue Wire Hustle, which is cool because they're doing a slight rebranding of everything, making better podcast art, which I very badly need. Um, teaching me ways of promoting the show and connecting me with other people on the network. Uh, it, it's pretty cool because I need help getting this show out to more people, and they're going to show me how to do that, and I'm very appreciative of that. Uh, so the people who have been listening since the beginning of this show ever starting, I know what you're thinking. Blue Wire is like their sports podcast. But it's it's mostly sports podcasts. We're not becoming one of those. Although now I'm now <laughs> yeah, the walk and will never go away. But although now I'm I'm getting into watching UFC and NASCAR. Um, just on my own, like not because of this. I've just the the last couple of weeks, and I'll probably start talking about those on here if anyone's interested in a liberal's take on those two sports. Liberal NASCAR. What does that even look like? <laughs> Although the sport has taken a big step towards progressive thinking, they've been running PSAs where Jeff Gordon tells people to educate themselves on getting the vaccine and actually encourages them to get it. And the owner of the league has come out saying NASCAR doesn't tolerate racism, which is like the minimum that you should be doing. But still, like they would not have done that 10 years ago. And then you have Bubba Wallace, the first black NASCAR driver, I'm pretty sure ever. That's a huge deal. And it should have happened sooner, but I'm I'm glad it's finally happening now. Because, you know, NASCAR, the sport doesn't really have a progressive history to it. The, the first woman NASCAR driver, Danica Patrick, really didn't do well and ended up retiring because she just didn't do great. But I, I had a huge crush on her because, you know, girls that can hang and keep up with what's considered dude shit are, like, really cool to me. And a female NASCAR driver was, like, so cool. And I would I would talk about how great she is at school. And people would be like, oh, you fucking idiot. She's driving terribly. Look at her NASCAR stats compared to everyone else's. And they would all make the same, like, woman can't drive joke over and over. And that shit really bugged me. Because I wanted Danica to show those idiots in my high school up and do some serious damage, but that didn't happen. Not to say it will never happen, but I haven't heard of any female racers who are planning a NASCAR debut anytime soon. I don't even know how anyone, anyone at all gets into competing in NASCAR. Like, where, where do you start? How does one get into a racing league with no money? Because I don't even have a car. Do, do you need sponsors and investors? If someone knows, like, please let me know. Motorsports, boys, 
really interested me, but I wasn't allowed to enjoy them when I lived with my family because my mom would get mad at me and call me trashy for watching them. So I suppressed it deep inside myself like some terrible secret as though I was like in the closet or something. And and now I'm watching NASCAR every Sunday and Ashley will walk into the room extremely horrified by it and doesn't understand how I could love something that she thinks is so dumb. Like, NASCAR is fun, dude. You, you can't deny it. Racing in general is fun. Otherwise, people wouldn't love Mario Kart. People love going fast. Like, why, would you, why else would you play as some short plumber driving around? Because of the racing aspect. It's fun. But all the second they talk like this, and it's a problem. No, I, I'm kidding. I know it's more than that. It, I know it's much more than that. But I was playing Forza. Forza? How do you say that? On PC last weekend. And dude, do I miss being behind the wheel of a car. It's been over a year since I've driven anything, and I'm itching to get behind the wheel again. But yeah, so that's going to be somewhat part of the show, um, the, the show's news. Once I understand NASCAR stats and all the technicalities that need to be known in order to properly talk about these things, and I need to know more about the drivers. So far, I only know all the guys who still race from when I was younger. Like, I feel so old because Jeff Gordon is a commentator now, and that dude was my idol when I was a kid. But anyways, I've been. Also watching UFC every Saturday. I'm looking forward to sat this Saturday if there's going to be one. I might actually do the pay-per-view this time if I can stay up late enough for it. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a wealthy man. I can't just drop $22, $23 on one fight every weekend. Like, I, I'll usually turn, turn off the, the program when it moves over to pay-per-view or, like, go to something else like TLC or something. So when, when we watch it on the weekends, we're only seeing the dudes that aren't really as good as the main fighters. So that needs to change if this show is going to cover um, UFC fights the Mondays after the, the Saturday that they air. I need to know what I'm talking about, the, the different moves, all that shit. Like I was, I was recently watching a Noel Miller video, and he was... Um, watching and reacting to street beefs, and they're like YouTube videos of just like amateur dudes fighting each other from like who like have a legitimate beef with each other, and they like take it out in a like a makeshift ring, and they don't have like actual traditional training or anything. They just kick the shit out of each other. <laughs> but uh, okay, yeah, that's that's enough sports talk now maybe monday i'll be ready for that we'll see but there are things going on in our government lots of things that i think we need to talk about let me see did i just get a text no i got a reminder one second i'm real stuffy so the first thing we can talk about is the the judge who is um residing over the Derek chauvin case reinstated the third-degree murder charge against Chauvin for the killing of George Floyd last year. Um, that shit still feels like it happened just yesterday or something. We weren't that far into, um, into COVID. The country was falling apart, and 
fighting one another and this piece of shit cop goes and does this on camera just silently suffocating a man to death in front of everyone and doing it just because of the color of this dude's skin and just because like the cop did this just because he can because he's a cop like I'm glad the charge is being reinstated because that shows that he can't, he can't just get away with this Militarized police brutality against black people has been a problem in our society for too long, but nobody wanted to talk about it until the last five years. But you have people trying to take the whole, like, defund the police movement out of context, like Ted Cruz saying, like, Oh, see, the Democrats, the, 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 the Democrats, they want to defund the whole police. They, they want no police at all. Like, dude, no one ever fucking said abolish the police, you sack of slimy human garbage. Literally, fuck yourself on the nearest telephone pole because big oil is so far up your ass, it'll probably generate enough power on the pole to restore all the power to Texas. Shut the fuck up, Ted Cruz. Police officers shouldn't have MRAPs, you know, the armored vehicles, and they shouldn't have assault weapons and explosives. They aren't the fucking army, especially not a local police, like, station. Local police department. Sorry, this makes me so mad. But, like, my local police department in my hometown has armored vehicles. And for what, you self-important pricks? It's a town of, like, 10,000 people. To what, like, bust my brother's friends trying to smoke a joint in the woods? Get the fuck over yourself. Find some better shit to do than picking on people who are just trying to live their lives. So, Chauvin's charge being reinstated is great news. We just need to see him get convicted and put in prison, and that'll send the message that police officers are accountable for the people that they kill. They need to be held accountable. They don't get a free pass or a license to kill just because they passed the police academy with straight C's. Get a fucking grip, psychopaths with badges. I had a um, family member reach out saying, let me come on your podcast, and I'm thinking to myself, uh, no. No. First of all, I don't let kids on this podcast. Second, you have nothing to promote. Third, on Instagram, you posted something saying, Black people, your movement is a joke in the context of Black Lives Matter. And four, you compare Trump losing to the, 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 sorry, I'm stuttering like Ted Cruz. Four, you compared Trump losing the election to the second tower getting hit by the plane during 9-11, which you weren't even born for. So in my conclusion, my answer is no. You're not coming on the podcast. I don't, I don't give a platform. To people who are already broadcasting racist, ignorant, mindless rhetoric that does nothing but cause rifts in society. When I say maybe when you're older, I say that because you're going to realize in three or four years that you didn't mean any of that stuff that you posted, that you said, you had no idea how, like, like about the world outside of your bubble and how many people you were giving the middle finger to in your rearview window. And you're going to come to me and say, please take that podcast down. I'm so embarrassed. So it would have been a complete waste of time. So no. This is also someone asking me from a side of my family that I'm not even on good terms with. They don't even fucking like me. They have no respect for me or anything that I do. 
My fucking grandparents won't even talk to me. My grandfather keeps my grandmother locked in the house all day for like years now. Doesn't even let her talk to me when I call them. My mom has no respect for me. Like, neither does anyone else on that side of the family. Why would I have people who don't respect me on my podcast? I'll have my brother on the podcast, like 100%, definitely. Absolutely would love to have that dude on this show. I'm trying to teach him about NFTs right now, but he's not really confident that it's a good investment. But whatever, you know, like this podcast isn't for my family. It's for everyone but my family. No offense, family, but you've offended me quite a bit. So, whatever. My uncle blocked me on Twitter because I was making fun of his tweets praising Trump for hydroxychloroquine, which ended up not working at all because it's made to treat something completely different and was taking away resources from people who actually needed it for the thing it's supposed to be used for, fucking knucklehead. You don't want to find out that I'm talking shit. Don't be Googling me all the time, dude. Otherwise, you're going to hear some shit you hate hearing. Liberal ideas. I know how much you hate those. My whole family hates liberals. I don't know how I ended up like this, completely rejecting everything they tried to brainwash me into. I just didn't take it in the end. It, it, it made me miserable trying to live in that reality. Damn, all of all that ranting just because of one piece of news. I couldn't really help myself. I, I have things to say, and this is the place to say them. So let's get away from politics for a second, but don't worry, Ted Cruz. We'll, we'll come back to you in a moment. So if anyone's been a long-time listener of the Short News Podcast, you'll know that in this household, we're huge fans of the TLC show 90 Day Fiancé. We watch it every Sunday at 8 p.m. for uh, the new episodes. It's this reality show where an American meets and gets engaged to someone from a different country and brings them over on the K-1 or 90-day visa, meaning they only have 90 days to get married before the visa expires and the person has to go back to their country. So they have to try to make it work, plan the wedding, while still trying to get to know each other, and it's all very rushed, making for some super toxic television content. And sometimes you feel bad for watching, but at the same time it's really funny because of how outrageous it is that some of these people exist. TLC is really good at casting mentally unstable people for this show, and some fans think it's gone too far this season. I'll explain. Um, so one of the couples, uh, Stephanie and Ryan. Stephanie's in her 50s, lots of plastic surgery, drinks a ton, slurs and behaves as though she's on, like, Xanax. Um... Ryan, her fiancé, or boyfriend, or sugar baby, whatever you want to call him, is maybe like 25 at oldest. It's really creepy, and at first the whole cougar thing is kind of funny, but then you find out how deep this relationship goes. She's pretty wealthy, so she buys Ryan like thousands of dollars worth of watches and gets him a phone, all kinds of expensive shit, like to, to buy his love. Also, without him knowing, gets him a job. So over, he's working overseas in his country for a company that Stephanie, like, owns. So she's technically paying him. Like, he works for her. 
and he doesn't even know that. Talk about fucking undercover boss. So she's like buying him, <laughs> trying to buy his love. But, you know, Ryan, he's not the victim here at all. Like, he's playing right into this. He knows this crazy lady will get him whatever he wants. So he milks her for as much as he can. And their relationship is horrible. And they got into an argument the last time that she came to visit him. And ended up, like, they ended up fighting. And and she ended up sleeping with Ryan's cousin to get back at him. (laughs) So in in this season, she admits to to Ryan that that she did that, that she slept with his cousin. And things are cool for a bit because he's like, I know, like, I already knew. I forgive you. Let's just move on. But then, like, they, they tune back in after a commercial or whatever, show them in the next scene, and Ryan is storming out of the hotel and leaving in a cab because Stephanie asked him to put on a condom when they were having sex, and he said he put it on, but he actually didn't. and. And that's really fucked up. And I would even go as far as to say that's, like, sexual assault. Because someone, like, doesn't give you consent to go in with no protection, but you do anyways. You don't have the consent for that. Very fucked up. So Stephanie is obviously, like, devastated at this point. Distraught was the word I'm looking for. Very distraught at this point, in like a manic state, breaks down, and the the TLC film crew is, just keeps rolling and acting like nothing's wrong, doesn't confront her, doesn't get the authorities or a professional involved after the sexual assault stuff goes down, just lets her lose her shit like that. And she calls up Harris, the cousin that she slept with last time, and has him over to spend the night after this whole ordeal just happened. And the whole time all of this is going on, like the whole show, not just this instance, like I said, she's like slurring her, her words constantly. can't say ours today. Slurring her words constantly. Acting reckless. Like, what the fuck? I understand that you have to get footage for the show, but this lady is obviously on Xanax and booze in a bad mental state and spiraling downward, but TLC doesn't really see a problem with that as long as they get a fat check for the episode. And this isn't this isn't the same thing for the other couples. This is a completely different case than the others. The drama with with the other couples is more understandable, much less fucked up. It's much more like stupid shit like your father is going to pay for a wedding type of stuff. It's usually not this mentally unstable where people are in this obvious of need of professional help. I mean, TLC TLC has to be the one who is mature enough to make the decision of, do I want to treat this person like a jackpot and milk them for everything, or do I want to do the right thing that ensures their well-being and not capitalizes off of their instabilities, putting them in an even worse place than before. TLC should do the right thing at least once, because, you know, this is the type of shit that encouraged Anna Nicole Smith's overdose and death. These networks really need to be careful with how they do do things. Like, I don't want to see another situation like Love Island. Too many people from that show have killed themselves. It's eerie. I can't even watch that show anymore. It's been like over a year. 
way longer. But like the other couples are funny to watch. But Stephanie is just sad. Apparently she's been acting really reckless online as well. Lashing out at people on social media. And yeah, it's not, it's not good. TLC, please make some changes here. You gotta do something. So yeah, that's your 90 day fiance news there. Um, so back to news that actually affects you and me. The stimulus checks. Those $1,400 checks are going to be going out pretty soon, so get ready to put all of that money into Bitcoin because we're taking that shit to the moon. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Do not do that. Do not ever take financial advice from me. I'm kidding. If, if, if everything crashes and everybody puts their money in, I don't want that to be my fault in any way. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm definitely putting some of that money into Ethereum or something so I can get some cool NFTs, but, you know, Bitcoin is the main crypto. But yes, the stimmies are happening this month, and our favorite neutered politician is really upset about it. You know, Ted Cruz, he had some, some points he wanted to make very clear on the Senate floor during discussions about the stimulus checks, made some false claims that those checks would be sent out to undocumented migrants which doesn't make any sense because they're undocumented. They don't have papers. How would they get a stimulus check from the government? That just doesn't happen. Ted Cruz just wants people on his side to hate the Democrats even more than they already do so Republicans can get back the majority as soon as possible. Saying polarizing things is one thing. But saying polarizing things that are absolutely false to convince your supporters of something as a politician? isn't okay at all. The dude's been lying about Democrats all year, and it hasn't been a long year, but he's been doing it too much. Like he was at CPAC, saying some psycho shit. You know what, why don't we just pull this up? I hope we haven't already gone over the CPAC speech. Alright, uh, YouTube.com. YouTube.com, yeah. Um, okay. It's kind of long. Ladies and gentlemen, to discuss the Bill of Rights, Liberty, and Cancel Culture, cancel please welcome culture, from the Ted great Cruz. state of Texas, Senator Ted Cruz. Thank you, thank you. Now we're going to talk about podcasters and why they need to be canceled. Not Bono, it's Ted Cruz. Fucking relax. See, this is why like the liberals are the party like the liberals are all the have all the celebrities. They all, like we have all the cool people. You guys have Ted Cruz, that's your big celebrity. God bless CPAC. Oh, oh, that's so fucking loud. Oh my god. Let me fix that. He's gonna be yelling this whole time, isn't he? I gotta say, 
Orlando is awesome. What the fuck is that energy? Orlando is awesome. Ted Cruz shows up to CPAC with Donald Trump and Trump Jr. Like, I'm, I'm ready to, to go up, guys. And Trump Jr.'s like, listen, listen, man, you got to try this. He gives him a bump of cocaine. Ted's like, oh, no, I'm a straight edge guy. I'm a straight edge guy. Like, I'm, oh, Heidi would not appreciate that. Neither would Snowflake, my dog that I left at home, would not appreciate that. And then they were like, oh, what, you have no testicles or something, Ted? And he's like, no testicles? Who told you that? Who told you that, Alex Mador from the short news? He doesn't know anything. Give me that Coke. <laughs> Ooh, Florida. Orlando's awesome. Not as nice as Cancun. Oh, so funny. So fucking funny. Not as nice as Cancun. Dude, you can't. You can't make that fucking joke. You're so lame. You got caught doing something you shouldn't have. And, oh, look, I went to Cancun when my state was in trouble and people were freezing to death. I'm so fucking funny and relatable, guys. Look at me. I go on vacation and people die. But it's nice! And I gotta say, what an amazing array of speakers here at CPAC. For a second there, I thought we were in Des Moines. We are gathered in dark times. We're gathered at a time where the hard left, where the socialists control the levers of government where they control the White House, where they control every executive branch, where they control both houses of Congress. Bernie is wearing mittens. And AOC is telling us she was murdered! What? She was... Wait, what, what was that voice? Is that supposed to be like a New York voice? Like, have you never heard what a New Yorker sounds like? I don't, I don't know what he's, what he's doing, but he keeps getting really loud and really quiet. And I'm trying to, to like regulate the audio here, Ted, but you're not giving me much to work with. I don't know if you did this on purpose so people wouldn't listen to you, but, but hey, I, I, you know, to each their own. If you want to be unlistenable, Ted, then go right ahead and be unlistenable. But we're going to keep listening. And the media desperately, desperately, desperately wants to see a Republican civil war. Liberty is under assault, and what are we going to do? I'll tell you. We will fight. Is he trying to do Braveheart? Is he trying to do, what is it? What, what is that other movie with the uh, famous speech? Independence Day? Is he trying to be that? Now listen, these Democrats, they're coming in, and they want to have all these human rights and health care for all and 
you know, make sure that everybody's treated the same, even though that we're all different races. They want all these things. You think we're gonna let them do that? No, we're gonna stand up for our right to oppress. <laughs> Dude, what are you fighting for, then? Like, you're not fighting for freedom, you're fighting for oppression. If your freedom is somebody else's oppression, or someone else's being oppressed, then, then that's not really freedom. Oh my god, I just noticed the big America Uncancelled banner, or whatever that's, that is, over the CPAC sign. America Uncancelled. Now, you may have heard a story about me on the fake, fake news podcast about how I have indeed no testicles. I'm here to tell you. How does, I can't do his aggressive voice. I can only do... See, now, Anderson, when we... <laughs> when I was born, I had... I had two choices. It was either keep my testicles or keep my penis. And now my parents, they decided, well, he shouldn't be able to breed anyways, so we don't have to go through this ever again. Because we know he's going to grow up to be a little stinker. They, they just cut off my balls. They just cut them off. I found that out last week. I thought I was born like this. Apparently they cut them off. Explains a lot. Explains a lot. Listen to William Wallace. The dude's screaming freedom. And let me tell you. The media here looks at the men and women gathered here, at the young people gathered here, as dangerous radicals. This is the Why rebel alliance. Why you always lying? And Vader and the Emperor, and let's be clear, they're not your father are terrified of the rebel Dude, was that a was that a star wars joke ted you fucking nerd you're on the side of the bullies but you're a fucking nerd what is that what is that about you you're working with guys that would would have been locking you in lockers dude trust me i know how that feels i don't i didn't turn out like you like you i didn't turn out like you not stand up for my wife when Somebody calls her ugly. You fucking pussy. <laughs> and then you're able to go up here and act like you're fucking selling BitConnect or something. BitConnect! You remember that guy? Or like those, um, those multi-level marketing schemes? They like get you all in one room. Dude, the CEO comes up on stage. He's like hopped up on methamphetamines. He's like, come on, guys. You got to sell 500,000 of these. This week, yeah, who's gonna do it for a free golf trip? That's what Ted's doing right now. You gotta see this for yourself. It's, it's insane. ...who are here, and I'm proud to tell you, Gina Carano is standing with us. Gina Carano doesn't know shit. I, I'm sorry to tell you, most actors, whether they be on the liberal or conservative side, don't know shit. So that does nothing for you at the end of the day. What Star Wars fans does that get? 
None. Because most of them are on the liberal side. They're on, they're, they're, they're not, they're not emperors. So what do we do? What do we do at a time where the hard left is resurgent? Two very simple things. Number one, we defend. Look, are there tensions in our party? Sure. Because we believe in diversity. We believe in individuality. You, you know you don't. Otherwise, you wouldn't be trying to make it harder for people of diverse races to vote. But different people have different views. We aren't the Borg enforcing... I may have committed a cardinal sin mixing Star Wars and Star Trek. I oh, that, you that. piece of human garbage. You can't do that. You don't know anything. You just look those up on Wikipedia to try to relate to the young people who care about that type of shit. No, dude. What do you do in your free time? Are you one of those guys that builds those sailboats and bottles? Or whatever those are? I don't know why I'm getting the ship in the bottle building vibe from you. Yeah, you know, it's a mystery how I put this ship in the bottle. You'll never know. You'll never know how I put this ship in the bottle. He brings that with him to the bar when he tries to, like, have an affair. Now you see this ship in the bottle. This right here is four whole inches. Now picture half of that, and that's what's in my pants. Next thing you know, you're going to cross the streams, and, and the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man's going to come. We were just too, too, no, too you're not funny. Is this a there. fucking Ghostbusters reference? Who are you, dude? This isn't a comedy act. You're trying to take back America, I thought. <laughs> oh, well, Star Wars... You guys know Star Wars, right? <laughs> well, I just flew in here from Dallas, and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> we don't believe in uniformity, but I'll tell you what can unite conservatives and libertarians and those who value the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. God? Is it God? Is a love of liberty. Oh, okay. I thought he was going to say God. And the left, they tell you who they are, particularly in a global pandemic. As Rahm Emanuel said, you never want to waste a good crisis. And who, boy, these guys don't want to waste. You see statists in California putting 37 tons of sand in a skate park because ain't nobody having fun while the socialists are in charge. We see Bill de Blasio in New York. Oh, oh, I don't, well, this is, you know, I don't like Bill de Blasio either. I think everybody that listens to this knows that. So this will be interesting to see what he says here. And if I'm going to have to stand up for de Blasio, because I do hate Ted Cruz more than I hate Bill de Blasio. Like there's levels to this shit, but okay. Sending people in to shut down parks and to throw young Orthodox Jewish kids out of the parks because, God forbid, children have fun. See, I don't know, um, the throwing people out of the park thing, uh, he's probably exaggerating, or maybe he's not, because I have seen those Karen videos of people being like, uh, cops coming over to moms and being like, you have to get out of the park. Sorry, like, it's closed, there's a pandemic. And the moms are like, oh, you can't do that. This is public property. Huh? 
<laughs> and um and that whole thing um it does like it sucks to get kicked out of the park but also sucks to get covid and and you know if you're if you're socializing at like somewhere like the park and you're not being careful then yeah you could still transmit the virus outside especially on like a playground because kids are touching everything on the playground. They have to, like, climb up shit. The kids, like, put their mouth on everything, you know? It's it's just, your kid is a walking Petri dish, okay? And, and what you're doing is you're bringing them around other walking Petri dishes. And, and you're letting them all intermix and spread their Petri dishes on everybody else. And, you know... That's not very good for society. As much as as great as going to the park is, it's not the most important thing. I think the most important thing is keeping people alive. And you know, one of the ways you can do that is, you know, if you're in if you're inside a lot, make sure you go on Amazon, pay like thirteen dollars to get some vitamin D three supplements. Um, I sound like Joe Rogan. But seriously, like, if you're not out in the sun enough, you can't go to the park, how are you going to get your vitamin D? Like, that, that is the problem there with not being able to go to the park. But the solution is just take a vitamin every day. And then you get that vitamin D that you needed to, like, not be depressed or whatever. And, and, and you know what? That's, that's good enough for now. And, and the parks are open again. Dude, I could go to the park right now. It wouldn't even be a big deal. People are doing shit. They're wearing masks. I don't think anyone's getting kicked out of the park. It's the mass gatherings that he is exaggerating and turning into, oh, de Blasio's kicking Jews out of the park. N- no, de Blasio's kicking whoever is mass congregating out of the park or where- wherever they are. Because of their mass congregating close together with no masks. It just happens to be the Orthodox Jews. It's not because they're Jews. It's because they're crowding together with no masks. During a pandemic. Disregarding the COVID, lo- COVID rules. Sorry, they're not laws. They're mandates. My bad, Karen. Anyways. How, how long is this is this long this is long wow we see leftists across the country shutting down churches california they've helpfully explained you can go out and protest you can scream and yell abolish the police and this virus magically no one will get infected you can French kiss the guy next to you, yelling, abolish the police. And no one will get infected. But if. But yeah, you're so funny. You're so fucking funny, dude. Oh, yeah, like you can. You can. <laughs> what was that? You could fresh French kiss what? Yelling, abolish the police. And no one will get infected. You could French kiss someone while yelling, abolish the police. What? 
I know he's trying to be funny, but it's just not funny. Like, he's exaggerating so much. Like, oh, they have these rules, but really, you can just, <coughs> you can just piss all over each other in their world. <coughs> if you, if, as long as you say defund the police, you can piss all over each other and, and, and put it in each other's mouths and not have to worry about the consequences. No, dude, there's still COVID. People are wearing masks when they protest about these things. But, what was that but? If you go to church and say amazing grace, everyone's going to die. See what he's doing here? It's like, the left can say defund the police, (laughs) but what we just want to say, amazing grace. (laughs) What does amazing grace accomplish? How does singing amazing grace Stop the oppression of people of color in this society that is happening to them by the police. Just sing Amazing Grace in church and all your problems will go away. Yeah, that's why we have so many problems in in our fucking world, Ted. Because singing Amazing Grace has totally fucking worked for the past, like, what is it, like 2,000 years or whatever the fuck, you idiot, you ass clown. Oh, you sing Amazing Grace. Like, why are we not allowed to do that? Because it's useless, Ted. Because it's useless. You're getting nothing out of it. At least people who are protesting, there's a point. There's a reason they're doing it. They're, they feel like an injustice is being done upon people who don't have a choice whether or not that injustice is done upon them. I get to. We need to. We we need to go to church. Isn't there e church? Can't you do fucking Zoom church? Just shut the fuck up. If you really want to go to church that bad, go 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 to fucking church. Who who's stopping you from Ted Cruz from going into the church by yourself? Because nobody's gonna want to come with you anyways. Because you're Ted Cruz and just going into the church and sitting there like the lonely little slob you are. Oh, yeah, round of applause. Oh, I feel so good. That makes my tiny dick go up. By the way, how many of y'all have eaten at a restaurant? Can I just stop and say how strange the rules are right now? I want to understand how this virus works. So when you walk in, you got to put your mask on. Sadly, I've got two. You walk in, you got to put your mask on. You sit down, take your mask off. Apparently, the virus is actually connected to elevation. No, no, remember, this is all about science. It's actually, it may not be elevation. I th- no, it, it is all about science. Ted, are you a scientist? Like, I don't, I don't think indoor dining is safe either. I think they just need a way to make money. Like, I can't, I can't say, close everything down. Everybody's business needs to suffer. That's fucked up. I can't say that. I can't support that. I don't have a concrete view on that. But I do know that the way they have it set up now is, isn't going to work. Because, you, like he said, you, you're sitting there. You can take off your mask when you, when you sit down at the table. 
And that's like completely eliminates the point of like protecting yourself because you're, you're still still indoors with a bunch of people near a bunch of people your mouth is open open for business to covid but then yeah you get up and you put on your mask and you you leave you still have your mask on but like when you're eating like you have to take your mask it's it's a screwed up situation because like what do you do because these businesses have to stay open they need to pay their employees they need to stay afloat. People need to get by. But there has to be a way of doing this where we can minimize the risk to to everyone's health. And like I don't know, he's going to he's going to start saying like the science is is a conspiracy or something and I just I don't know. Let's see where this goes. Let me fast forward a little bit. So defend liberty. But number two. Have fun. Have fun. You know, so many on the right, they act like they got a stick inserted somewhere it doesn't belong. Like, just lighten up. Especially now, the left. They are shrill. They are angry. How many leftists does it take to screw in a light bulb? That's not funny! Okay, that was pretty good. Honestly, honestly, that was, that that was, okay, you got me with one. You got me with one, Ted. Fuck. Fuck, that's actually pretty good. Because cause here's why I'm saying that. Here's why I'm agreeing with Ted Cruz here. So, was it the other day, two days ago, I, I made a tweet criticizing Joe Biden for not keeping certain promises, um, whether it be the $2,000 stimulus or the $15 minimum wage, not keeping his pro- promises on those things. And I tweeted about it. Big mistake. Because people from my own party start coming after me with like personal attacks like mean shit that first of all it didn't even make sense like that has that no like i i know what i'm talking about bernie got screwed over in the primaries plenty of people know that if you if you don't then you're just sitting on biden's lap shining his shoes like that that you're you're just mindlessly going like in supporting Joe Biden and everything that he does and not thinking with your own brain. In the United States, education is already so expensive. Kids are going into thousands of dollars of debt, yet they are expected to still pay for the necessary means to party, such as a kegger or some good dang kush from Topher down the hall. While the president golfs and jokes around on Twitter, millions of college students will be unable to have a good time this weekend with the boys. Is this the America that you said would be great again, Donald Trump? For just the price of an eighth of weed and a 30 rack of brews, you can make sure me and the boys have a lit-ass weekend. No one should have to suffer when others are getting so boofed up. Help us. 
And also the guy to girl ratio is pretty weak right now. So if you know any girls, bring them over. This has been paid for and sponsored by Alpha Delta Sigma. Hey, what's up? It's Alex. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, I'm Tony Salome, the host of America's Got Issues and more. I'm here talking about the amazing deals in my new business, Medman, low-key, underground, don't tell anyone, dispensary. You don't need a medical card to come to Medman's dispensary. Show us your ID, student ID, stolen ID, fake ID, monopoly money, I don't give a damn. Just come on in and give us your money. We'll give you some pretty decent, kind of dry weed. It's been handled by too many hands to count before getting to us. Why does that make a difference? Well, sometimes you get a little special surprise when you smoke this bud. A surprise in the form of PCP that you didn't ask to be on. Now you're running around Brooklyn with your dingling out, singing God Bless America. You're welcome. We've got your favorite strains like Grape Juice, Fruit Loops, Mind Destroyer, Parkinson's, and my personal favorite, Loose Butthole. So what are you waiting for? You're not doing anything else, so come on down to Medman. Not Medman, fuck that place. And bring your friends too. Unless the cops, please don't bring them. I don't want to be on live PD again. Met man, low key underground, don't tell anyone dispensary. We have weed, and sometimes it's decent. You're allowed to like somebody, but also be critical of when they don't keep their promises, when they lie about things, when they're being shitty politicians. Freedom of speech. Now I kind of get where their right is coming from when they feel like they're being persecuted by people with different views than them. I'm allowed to disagree with Joe Biden. I make fun of Joe Biden all the time. He's easy to make fun of. He's like 78 and he's the president of the United States. I, I don't even know if he knows what's going on, to be honest. It seems like he has to prepare for a very long time every time he makes an appearance. I will say that. So I, I'm going to be critical. I like him more than I like Trump. I voted for Joe Biden. But I'm still going to be an asshole to him. I'm still going to be me. Still going to be critical and complain. I'm not just going to sit here just like complete acting like I'm completely okay when the dude fucking drone strikes like Iran or wherever the fuck he drone strike Syria sorry I'm an idiot um 
just drone strike in the Middle East while, while like two months into the presidency. No, I'm not going to support that. I'm sorry. And no, they went after me for being like a, a social, a communist or a socialist or something. And I'm like, you sound like Republicans right now. But I went to their page to make sure. And no, they were just 100% Joe Biden supporters. I was like, Jesus. So it's not like, I don't think, so the leftists are fine. The liberals, like, same thing, kind of. Not the same, but similar. And then you've got, what are these Biden people called? They're just Biden supporters. I don't know. Because Joe Biden, to them, cannot do any wrong. And if you say anything bad about, about Joe, they will come for you. Now I know. Now I know personally. And they, like, rec- reported my tweets. So then Twitter was shadow banning me for, like, two days straight. So that was fun. I felt like I did something wrong. I felt like I got canceled for criticizing Joe Biden. How many times have I criticized Donald Trump? I've called Donald Trump terrible things. Look what I'm doing to Ted Cruz for like an hour now. I'm allowed to criticize Joe Biden. I'm allowed to call Nancy Pelosi a crackhead if I want to. These are things that I as an American, am allowed to say. And still am allowed to be a Democrat. Still am allowed to vote for Joe Biden. But we've got people on... <clears throat> we do have people on our side here, on the Democrat side, that cannot take criticism. Cannot take a joke. Cannot take criticism. Don't have a bone, like a single bone in their body with a sense of humor. And just, just nothing, like, no, not nothing, everything sets them off. Everything becomes a problem. And I'm not talking about everybody that gets triggered, because there there are things that people should get upset about when it comes to human rights issues. Definitely. But when someone makes a stupid joke, you shouldn't fucking go ballistic on them if the joke really isn't that bad. Or if I say Joe Biden did if Joe Biden did one thing that I don't like, I shouldn't get fucking crucified. I can't talk. I shouldn't get crucified online for it. Ridiculous. Just stupid. And then the dude went and deleted all of the tweets he made at me. Because I, like, tweeted about him. And then he blocked me. <laughs> and and that was funny, because it was like, dude, I wasn't even going to block you. Like, I just, I made a funny, like, response, and you deleted your whole fucking thing. And then blocked me. What, are you scared? You can say all that gross shit? All that stupid shit? But you can't back it up. And he literally, his profile, his Twitter profile name is the improbable Joe Robinette. Joe Robinette, that's Joe, Joe R. Biden's, yeah, Joe Biden's first and middle name. 
He named himself after Joe Biden on Twitter. So you know this guy's ride or die. This is like the the left's equivalent of the Trump supporter. We have those too. We have those. It's a problem. We need to go back to being able to criticize people. Like and and still liking them. You can't do that. If somebody does one thing that pisses you off, immediately they're just I hate them. I, I want them to be destroyed. Like, I want everything about them to just disappear. And it's like, that's not healthy. <laughs> that's, like, why, why can't people learn from their mistakes? Like, if you, if you sexually assaulted somebody or something like that, then, then there's, no, there's no coming back from that. I definitely think that, like, someone should be canceled for that, for sure. For sure. That's, like, one thing where it's just, you can't even debate that. It's just immediate cancellation but there's certain things that you that just aren't that big of a deal if you and i disagree about something that doesn't mean we have to attack each other over it we can disagree without like getting pissed off i go after ted cruz because like this and be a dick to him because it's funny And because, you know, of something that's wrong with me, and I'm willing to admit that. But also Ted Cruz went to Cancun and left his whole state behind. I didn't, I didn't do that. I've left my guinea pigs home um, for like a day and a half before. Um, not, not in a snowstorm with no power, but, you know, whatever. Should we finish this up? God bless! Who would want to be around these people? You know, Jerry Seinfeld doesn't tell comedy anymore because any joke that's funny is canceled. You know, SNL is unwatchable. The late night comedy, they stand up and say, we hate Donald Trump. Yeah, no kidding. We didn't get that the last 9,000 times you told that. You know, in 2020, The New York Times reported that 60% of women named Karen voted for Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, we have them. We do. We have them, too. It's just funny because Karen is such a white name. They just chose that. And it's a shame to all the Karens out there that are actually nice people. But I think all the one Karen I know is pretty shitty gossips about everyone in the neighborhood pretty trashy if you ask me (laughs) that's actually real you can look it up the fact checkers that's what the new york times reported and i'm willing to bet 80 percent of the men named i've never heard ted cruz get so fired up i i swear don jr gave him a little bump a little bumperino because he's in he's in Orlando, Florida. Orlando, Florida, getting my swag on. I forgot to turn my swag off, gentlemen. I'm sorry, I just... I'm getting fired fired up! He's, like, trying to be, like, a hardcore, like, manly conservative, but then he's gonna get off stage and be, like, call his wife and be like, Hi, honey. It went great, sugar plum. 
I love you too. <laughs> Aaron voted for Joe Biden. So that that's just showing that a lot a lot more people voted for Joe Biden, even named Karen. <laughs> so so Joe Biden won, right? You can you can um you can support the results of the election now, right? If even the Karens voted majority Biden. Just have fun. You know, yesterday. John Boehner made some news. He suggested that I do something that was anatomically impossible. To which my response was, who's John Boehner? Wow, that's so funny. But like, the thing is, we all know who John Boehner is. So, so it's not funny because all of them know who John Boehner is. You're just like, oh, yeah, who's that? Like, like when my mom found out where I was going to college, she was like, oh, isn't that a high school? And it's like, no, it's this, it's like, yeah, a high school is named after the same person, you fucking idiot, you fucking bitch. Like, what are you trying to do? Like, bring me down another peg? Who's that? Who's John Boehner? Like, fucking, he was around when you were in diapers. He was fucking in government when you were a little little baby hiding in Cancun. And you know what? There are a whole lot of voices in Washington that want to just erase the last four years. Mm -hmm. Want to go back to the world before where we had government of the lobbyists, by the lobbyists, and for the lobbyists. Where the Republicans' compelling message was, Republican, we waste left. We waste less, but we love just getting all of the oil, as much oil as we can, and using as much oil and fossil fuels, wasting, sorry, as much oil and fossil fuels as we can. There's not much conservative about that. And they look at Donald J. Trump and they look at the millions and millions of people inspired who went to... And they look at the 500,000 people that died of COVID because he didn't take it seriously. Battle fighting alongside President Trump and they're terrified. And they want him to go away. Let me tell you this right now. Donald J. Trump ain't going anywhere. Oh, no. Fuck. That's not good. It's not what I wanted to hear. It's definitely not what And the a lot Republican of to Party hear. is not the party just of the country clubs. The Republican Party is the party of steel workers and construction workers and pipeline workers, and taxi cab drivers, and cops, and firefighters, and waiters, and waitresses, and the- did, did you ask them that? Did you ask the waiters and waitresses that? The ones that you, that, that you don't want to get $15 minimum wage? Those ones? <laughs> Those ones, you fucking idiot? Oh my god, look at him.
Damn, Ted, you got a dump truck on you. Look at that. Look at that big booty. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. I can't. I can't anymore. That's enough, um... Yeah, that's what Cancun Cruise has been up to the last couple of weeks. Started off the year supporting an insurrection. Now he's trying to paint the Democrats as the ones causing sociopolitical unrest. Head who makes decisions with the rest of the Senate, literally making up lies and telling them to the Senate and anyone that listens in his party. So that's fun. That's just great. That's enough political news for one day. We can now move on, finally, to Keeping Up with the Karens, where we look at the most recent footage of angry Karens freaking out in public, usually at customer service, or profiling a person of color for being in their neighborhood when they actually live in that neighborhood, too. So let's see what the newest ones are. Hopefully everyone's wearing a mask, which we know they won't be. So here we go. Alright, is this recording? Good, good, okay. What are they doing? Oh my god. They're taking all- So, there's a bunch of- bunch of white people. A lot of kids, like, a lot of parents taking their kids to, um, this trash can, setting the inside on fire, and they're putting all of their masks in the burning trash can. That's just a waste of masks that people actually need. It's so cringe to watch. Because, like, those could be put to good use. I don't know, to, like, doctors saving lives or something. But no, these, these people are burning them because they feel like they need to feel empowered by doing something stupid. No, keep going. I want to I want to see it spread. I want to see the fire really Really grow. <laughs> right next to that little, like, five-year-old tossing masks into the fucking trash can. Oh my god. These people. We don't want them in our world anymore. That's such, like, a childish... I don't know if, like, a, I think an adult said that. I don't know. We don't want them in our world anymore. Yeah, we don't, none of us want masks. None of us want to have to wear masks in our world anymore either. But none of us want to get sick, and you're the reason people are getting sick. And you're also the reason people can't get masks. Which is, so you're double the reason people are getting sick. So fuck you guys. Yeah, I think you guys dented my 
I don't think we need to call the cops. Here's the damage. And their truck door was wiped, which was pretty sus. What? Their truck door was wiped, which was pretty sus. You guys are like grown adults. You don't need to be yelling at us like that. Get back in that boat and fuck off. You fucking tools. Get back in your fucking boat. What boat? What boat? Well, fucking smarten up, you fucking idiot. You know what? Using us this shit, our door doesn't even reach your fucking car. You should mind your own fucking beeswax. You should mind your own fucking beeswax. Alright, Kevin. Well, yeah, well, fuck. You should fuck off and go suck some dick. Fuck off, you fucking idiot. Yeah, thank you. Fuck. I know people always tell me, like, hate is such a strong word. And yes, it is. But these are some strong ass stories I hear. And until I can figure out how to reconcile that in my head and in my heart, I hate white people. It's okay. I, I mean, you know, that's. Honestly, that's it's a pretty understandable statement. I I share in some of those sentiments sometimes, as you guys know, because you know a lot of things are indeed white people's faults. You know, mostly like colonizing. She said that. Oh, wait, what did you say? So you're a little white girl. Why are you so offended? I'm Asian and I'm offended. Baby, you don't have to be, seriously. But I'm just worried. Oh, she did? No, just so you know, I'm I'm not racist at all. I love you. You don't have to. I'm not racist. I'm not racist. I hate everybody equally. All our races, I hate everybody equally. Oh, that's great. That's just great. He's good. Hello. How are you? Good. Hello. Could you not walk so close to me, please? Well, I'm not close to you. Well, I feel that you are. Yeah, okay. Well, you better move backwards you... then. I should move backwards. Yeah. yeah. But you're the one who's walked close up to me. Yeah, well, this is a public place and I'm walking around checking the place out, okay? Right. So you're going to be intimidating me. Don't you have some sort of two meter rule? Yeah. This place is So, fine. yeah, you're so going to be intimidated. Hello, Mr. Law Enforcement Officer. I do not believe I'm breaking the law, and if you believe I am, I would require to see that. Well, I would require please. that please. proof of that. Oh. See, this is. Ted Cruz would say they're not even letting children play on the playground. Playgrounds are closed, so... Okay, I can see you're an intimidator. What's your name, please? I can see you're a COVID spreader, ma'am. Leave my son, please. What's your name, please? My name is Possible Bundle from Browns Bay. And it is... Um, can you leave my son alone, please? Yeah, what's your law, please? Under the Health Act, 2020. 
Okay, let's start it that again. Hello, Mrs. Law Enforcement Maybe Officer. Maybe you would know what the law is if you let her finish her sentence instead of continuing to interrupt this nice police officer, Karen. She keeps interrupting this this lady, the 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 cop, the other cop. So there's two cops, man and a woman. Lady's trying to explain to her the law that she's breaking by not getting her kid off the playground. And and she keeps interrupting her while she's telling her the law. So you're never going to know the law that you're breaking even though you're saying they're not telling you. And it's your fault. I do not believe I'm breaking any law. And if you believe I am, I would require to see that. It's not a matter of belief, okay? It's the law. Could so, you take a step back, please? Okay, so it's the law. So that's all there is to it. So you can it's argue not as much a law as you like. because you can't prove that. You can argue as much as you like, but it's a law. So it's COVID-3, you're not allowed on playgrounds. That's not a law. Is there something you don't understand about That's that? not a law. Can I have your name, please? Can I have no, your, yeah. your driver's license on you, ma'am? Excuse me? You haven't proven to me that I'm breaking any law. Can I please have your details? Can you please prove to me that I've broken a law? Because that's the only way you can come and speak to me and for this guy to be okay. intimidating We've had a report me. that you cut the tape off. So if we hear any more reports about you behaving like that, we will come and see you again, okay? And then we'll take further action. So one, don't take, don't cut the tape on the playground. And You're keep, right, kids. Keep, keep your kids Can off you there, take okay? a step back, please? I'm finding you very intimidating. You haven't given me your name. Why can't you just leave the playground? They're like they asked nicely. They said, "Can you go? Can you get your kid off the playground because it's COVID and you need to go." asked nicely and you're the one first off being aggressive back to them but then recoiling and making yourself out to be the victim after you say something mean or aggressive and you haven't proven that i've broken any law so why would you walk right up in my face and try and intimidate me do your job properly please you're there to enforce the law i haven't broken the law What's his name, please? Okay, you've been warned, so take that as a warning. So a warning of what? We'll I haven't broken any law. Choose your side, buddy. Freedom or communism? Oh, here we go. There's literally nobody else on the playground. Is that not telling you something? I don't appreciate being intimidated by you either, I'm and you haven't given me them. your name. What? You work for me. You're oh, meant to give me your name. Here we I'll go. be making a report about you. And now he's laughing. Came and intimidated me and my kids. Won't give his name. Won't tell me which law I've broken. And thinks he can do whatever he likes, getting right up in my face. Not acceptable. Absolutely not acceptable. You are required to give me your name. Right. That's how they're treating you in New Zealand now. They think they can get right up in your face. New Zealand police. Oh, New Zealand. Okay. Here we go. Look at her big forehead and look at you. Yeah. Get away. Well, your viruses. Well educated people. Viruses. What? Viruses. Wow. Yeah, your face looks smushed in, you're literally trying to mean. 
Stop filming me. What are you filming the back of my head? You've already got my face. Bro, legit. Well, that's racist. Caught an Asian person a virus and then spat on them. Wow, dude. You're gonna be on, um... You're on a Karen compilation now, idiot. Someone ID them. Someone, I'll, I'll put the link to this video in the, um... In the, uh... The description of the episode. Somebody, somebody ID these, these three knuckleheads. No, I don't know. They're kids. But I'm not. They're little shits and they need to be grounded. Because it's fucking racist. It's not okay. I feel offended. Ted Cruz is right. I'm offended! It's not funny! <laughs> it's not funny, though. That's not, that's not cool. You can't go up to an Asian person and call them a virus and scream that at them in a store. No, you can't do that. Pearson Airport. Let's see what happens. So far, I have refused to stay in a hotel because I'm a Canadian citizen. I'm refusing to do the COVID test because I'm a Canadian citizen. So now I'm waiting to talk to public health and we'll see what they have to say. You're, you're not going to be let back into the country. Like, yeah, you have to, why, why don't you just get COVID tested like everyone else? Why is that such a big deal? You're just taking up more time doing this when you could have, you could have gotten the COVID test and then been like out of there after. But no, you're making, you're making a whole, a whole thing out of it. Got into a screaming match with border security, so this should be fun. You're gonna respect her, me, she's fine. I'm just saying, I'm a listen, citizen. Listen to me. I'm listening. You're allowed to. I'm a frontline worker, actually. I'm you're considered a listen hero. To, listen I'm a registered to me. Nurse. Listen to me. You're allowed to your opinion. You're gonna respect everybody else's work around yes, here and keep that to yourself. No, Do I you understand? Know if they're Canadian Do you citizen. understand? If I have freedom of speech, do you I understand? Can say what I want. No. Yes, customs can. controlled area. Okay. And you will respect all the other workers around here because you're a nurse. Listen, listen. To any worker. Look what you're doing right now. I'm not doing anything. That's not what I'm doing. Okay, I'm I brought you over here. I'm listening. You were over there. Yeah, I don't know why. So, I don't go into your nursing station and tell you what you do at your... Moral of the story is I walked out. I didn't even get a fucking ticket. They said they'd mail it to me. They tried to shame me because I'm a nurse and I should know better. And that's all fucking bullshit. We started standing together. They basically just wanted to shut me up, escort me out, so that other people couldn't hear what I was saying, because I was saying it to every single person in the airport. What were you saying? Some offensive shit, probably? We didn't get that part. Of course, she didn't record and include that part, or publish that. Nobody's talking to you, so mind your fucking business. This is between me and these little faggots right here. Oh. That faggot 
Marketplace, we're picking something up from the lady who I don't care. This is not a okay, fucking parking spot. Do you know you're supposed to say it's COVID? No, she just it. choked on her gum and it came out. Or is that her tooth? What the fuck? Well, Why are you? Yes. Why are you? She's cracked out. Right now. You you've been right here now. half an hour. I don't care. I'm getting the police. I'm getting the police. Call them right now. I am. Call them. Call them. her other eye open what is she on people like can we i i don't know what what to what to say about this one we're supposed to be social distancing you're in my face get out of my face there's kids in the car there's a baby here you psycho cunt psycho i'm picking something up i'm picking something up over there Yes, I do. I'm going Go to. I will. I will. Fucking psycho ass cunt. Jesus Christ. What a psycho. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Dude, I don't like, I don't know if I would have kept my cool like that. I, I may have fucking punched her right in the face, but that's why I don't go out anywhere. <laughs> Because I, I have, like, a no-tolerance policy for that type of thing. Like, no, it's just not going to happen. Um, Jesus, that's crazy. Um, well. <laughs> on that note, I guess we can, we can look at a relationship advice here and see if we can help somebody through their, their personal struggle. And then... I gotta eat something, probably Taco Bell, because I'm a chubby boy. Oh, speaking of Chunky Alex, um, so, I'm gonna put a link on shortnewspod.com, I'm also, there's also a link on my Twitter, on my Instagram, in, in bio, um, to the Short News Podcast shop. Yes, there is merchandise now, um, I was going to be a dick and be like, it's a limited run. No, it's not. I'll have it up for, for a while. I'll have it up for a while. Um, it is, I'm calling this the Big Al line. 
and it's just um so the first set of merch is um it's my face in like a filter that makes me look like fatter and it just it's really funny and it says big al and it's on a mug or on a uh, metal water water bottle a metal waddle waddle i can't talk <laughs> it's on a metal water bottle and it's it looks good it it's it's really funny looking and so so you get the big al mug and if you use the promo code um number 5 and then spelled out s e v e n so 57 is my height I'm short. Um, yeah. So, so um, yeah, code 57. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the other short news shop product, the Karen Repellent Mask. It says on the front, stupidity is not a medical condition. And you can put that on your face and go into your local Costco your local Walmart, wherever, when you see one of those ladies refusing to wear a mask, you just point to yours and they'll read it if they can read, which hopefully they can. And they'll they'll see that and you'll get a nice little chuckle. So check those out. But anyways, um yeah, relationship advice. Oh yeah, so I'll you know what I'll put a link to the merch in, in this uh in this podcast show notes. How about that? That why why would I not do that? I'm so dumb. Okay, let's find a good relationship advice. All right, we got to help this man. We got to help man's oh, my man's right here get his self-respect because he deserves to have that as we all do. So, my 23 male girlfriend, 24 female, has this friend, dot dot dot. Obligatory throwaway for obvious reasons. So we'll call this friend Todd. So Todd is a part of our general friend group and has been for a couple years now. The thing about Todd is he admitted to having feelings for my girlfriend while I was dating her. My girlfriend rejected him and he told her that they couldn't be friends anymore, that his feelings would get in the way of my relationship with her. Now she's very close with Todd, and she was devastated at one of her close friends leaving her because she was involved with me romantically. But then Todd comes back and asks for another chance at being friends, and she accepts and takes things slow. It was a very unpleasant experience for everyone, including myself. But this is Reddit, so you already know it gets worse. Everything I just wrote above, the whole cycle, yeah, it happened a second time, and a third time, and a fourth time. My girlfriend still wants to try to be friends with him, and to be quite honest, it makes me wildly uncomfortable. I don't know what to do because I feel like it's not my call on who she can and can't be friends with, and to my knowledge, she has never given any sort of romantic interest towards Todd. Purely platonic, however, I do not trust Todd at all, and it makes me very uncomfortable that my girlfriend wants to be close friends with someone that has confessed feelings for her on four separate occasions while we were dating. Furthermore, I don't want to mess up the friend group dynamic. Am I being stupid? Am I, or am I just being stupid? Please help. Um, and then he edited it. Um, I didn't expect this many responses, so I thank you all for taking the time 
putting your two cents in to try to help me out. A couple things I feel I should clarify. The last time the cycle repeated was quite some time ago, two to three months maybe, and we had set some hard boundaries. However, things have begun begun to become lenient in those aspects, and I feel that it's because she enjoys having him as a close friend. Two, I don't want my relationship to end. We love each other very much, but she has never given me a reason to not believe that. However, I definitely need to talk to her about this, so I will be doing that today. Hopefully, I won't sound like a controlling asshat. No, dude, that I don't think it's controlling if the dude has admitted to her that he has feelings for her on four different occasions while you're dating her. That is crossing a line, and the only reason that he is telling her that is in some hopes that she will leave you to go out with him. So he's being a conniving little fucker, is what he's doing. And then he's leaving, because he wants her to feel that absence of, their, of his friendship. So then she's thinking about him instead of you. Dude, that's some manipulation. He's fucking playing with her. That's a fucking move that, that, that people do, okay? So you're gonna have to fucking, you're gonna have to sack up a little bit here, man. I, I hate to say it. You're gonna have to lay down some boundaries. And not just, oh, you can't, like, say that you are in love with my girlfriend anymore. No, it's, listen, motherfucker, Todd. I don't want to see you around here anymore. If I even hear that you are talking to Stephanie or whatever your girl's name is, I will fuck you up. You ever see that scene in um, 13 Reasons Why with the, uh, the broomstick? Buddy? Todd? It's gonna be you. Don't fuck this up, Todd. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, you have to talk to your, you have to talk to your, your girlfriend about this, because Todd is not gonna change. He's gonna continue doing this cycle and trying to play this game until your girlfriend finally like is manipulated into doing what he wants, and that's fucked up. You can't let him win. You can't let Todd get what he wants. Fuck Todd. It's a piece of shit, from what I can tell. You don't do that when someone's in a relationship. Try to fuck them over four different times. You do if you're an asshole. Todd needs to get his ass kicked. That's what I think. Fuck that guy. No, talk to your girlfriend. Tell her this isn't okay. And if she like has any respect for the relationship that she is in with you, then she will cut this motherfucker Todd out of her life and never talk to him again because why why does she need that all he wants is to fuck her why does she want to be around that so and if she refuses you gotta ask yourself the question why is she keeping somebody who is in love with her and she knows that around when she's already in a relationship you got a lot of a lot of stuff to do. I was joking about the don't do not put I do not condone um putting a broomstick in your enemy's ass. 
Do not take that out of context. It was a joke. Do not stick broomsticks up your enemies' asses. That is mean. That is a violation. And I regret making that joke from that show. But fuck Todd, dude. That dude's a piece of shit. <laughs> I don't even know Todd. If, I, if that's his name, then that's even worse. It's such a shitty name. Yo, what's up? I'm Todd. Yo, is that your girlfriend? Oh, yo, yo. Is it okay if I, like, tell her I'm in love with her? <laughs> like, four different times? And, like, lead her on afterwards to think that I just want to be friends, but then tell her that I love her again and then just abruptly leave her, her behind again, abandon her and make her feel like she needs me until it finally works and she leaves, me, leaves you for me? Because she's so confused about her emotions because of how I fucked with her. Yo, what's up? I'm Todd. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Something should happen to Todd. We should take you and me, whoever this dude is, we gotta find this guy. He's he's around my age. Take him take him and Todd airsofting. You guys ever play airsoft? Oh man, it's like BB guns, but plastic, um, plastic BBs. So it doesn't like get lodged inside you, but it stings. And yeah, you shoot each other with those. It's like paintball, but like the guns look real. So we could take Todd here airsofting if the person who wrote this relationship advice ever hears this. Let's go. Let's set it up. We'll set him up. We're like, yeah, tr go, go that way, Todd. We'll, we'll meet you on the other, the other side. And then he goes to the other side, and we're waiting for him. And we just light him up from point blank. And he's like, stop, stop. We're like, no, you won't stop. You better stop talking to Stephanie, you piece of shit. And then <laughs> he'll be like, okay, okay. And then that's that. And then your problem is solved. Airsoft. Nobody wants to get shot in the nuts by an airsoft gun. Trust me, it hurts. All right. <laughs> what the fuck? Where did this go? Where did this go? Like, this went to, like, a weird, weird territory. I'm going to get in trouble. Uh, okay, well, this has been good. This has been fun. How long have we been going? Wow, okay. So this was fun, guys. Um, we gotta do longer episodes like this more often. Where I just lose my shit. <laughs> but, um... Yeah. So this... <laughs> this, um... Okay, so this has been the Short News Podcast. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you so much. I'm Alex Mador. Um, you can follow me. At Alex underscore M-A-D-O-R-E on Twitter. Or Alex M-A-D-O-R-E. Alex Mador. On Instagram. <clears throat> I will be there. And also on Clubhouse tonight. Doing a OCD support group. If you want to come to that. You're more than welcome to. Even if you don't have OCD. And you just want to listen. Go right ahead. Um, so that's that. 
I love you guys very much. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in a couple days. All right. Oh, wait. I need applause. There we go. There we go. And we say bye-bye. It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats, only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. On location, yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game with On Location, and it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen, to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash sp 56 or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.